This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. I hope all is well, and uh, I hope you're enjoying this new series on prune for for uh, better fruit. I've got my good friend ways to join us, Vince Gatland. Vince, how are you doing, mate? Good morning, Derek. I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Ready to go up in the mornings again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we are just progressing here for the first part last week around understanding why why pruning why do we need pruned so this week we're we're moving a wee bit further forward into receiving correction we, we had a men's group we were uh, we discussed some of these things and one of the things that came up was you can't do any better until you know any better and you know the need for us to have updates to understand why these things are important. So we just pray this discussion here will bring light. That I really wish I had at the beginning of my journey. Uh, I really wish I understood these things more so that I would embrace them better rather than, you know, run away from them and, and, and you know, rebel at them. So, Father, we just praise you this morning. We ask you for light that leads to life. We just open this, this uh, podcast up asking for your inspiration asking for your empowerment. We ask for your understanding to come through, clarity to come out of this discussion around receiving correction. And we ask these things in agreement in Jesus' name. Amen. So Vince, receiving correction. Mm-hmm. A wee bit of your experience on that, just what's the need of this? I think the first thing I want to say about this, Derek, it's fundamental to understanding about the pruning process mm-hmm. is to understand that pruning is not God's punishment. Mm-hmm. It's not God's punishment. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is God's goodness towards us mm-hmm. as his sons, to discipline his sons. And yes, we can feel pain, but it's, it's really important that we understand that we are not being punished. Mm-hmm. God, but the pruning process is about making us more fruitful. Mm-hmm. So to start off with that, mm-hmm. to understand that makes a big difference mm-hmm. in our appreciation of what's happening to us. Because we might well feel the pain of change. Mm-hmm. We might feel the pain uh, that God puts his finger on something mm-hmm. in us that has to go, mm-hmm. that has to be removed mm-hmm. from our experience, mm-hmm. from our life, from our practice, from our mm-hmm. behaviour. Mm-hmm. So once we get that, that helps us really uh, appreciate uh, almost, maybe not quite sometimes, <laughs> receive correction with joy. Mm. And uh, so for me personally, you know, I can think of many episodes in my life that were particularly painful. Mm. Sometimes that comes from our brothers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes from God directly. Mm-hmm. He puts his finger on something. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I can give a personal experience of that, mm-hmm. is uh, in a particular behaviour I had within the family home, mm-hmm. within my relationship with my wife and my children, 
that God put his finger on something. And it was a lack of sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And the lack of sensitivity was my, the lack of ability to truly listen mm-hmm. and to truly hear what the other person was saying just rather than reacting into it. Mm-hmm. So that was a painful experience. But the fruit of that, mm-hmm. coming at the other side of that, mm-hmm meant that my communication skills were improved, mm-hmm. that my appreciation of the other person and what the other person had to say was transformed. Mm-hmm. So that's just one dairy. Mm-hmm. One of many. <laughs> one of many. Uh, and I, th- I think just, as you say that, the sense of this is ongoing, that mm-hmm. especially when you've, I mean, as Jesus said in the context of John 15, he's saying, when my, when you're bearing fruit, now it, that seems that seems countercultural, doesn't it? That you're doing well. It's that that it's almost like the impression is you're doing well, you're producing fruit, but then you're going to be pruned, pruned for greater fruit, pruned for better fruit, for more fruit. So it, it's like mm-hmm. what well, I'm doing well, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm needing more correction more shaping and to be reshaped and reformed um, and I think that putting the finger on that for me that can be especially in the early days when you you're not doing as bad as you were if you've come out of kind of a bit of a dysfunctional lifestyle you're doing well you're leading or you're teaching or you're helping folk and you know that I, I've seen this in myself because I've I, I noticed it in others and it was actually mm-hmm. I made awareness of what was happening in me. I saw in others, new leaders, guys, new pastors I was running about, I could see this pride in how they were doing. But it was actually it was actually highlighting something in me that, you know, you know, you're teaching all this stuff, but what what about actually doing it? <laughs> what about actually taking it serious and applying it? And there's this there's this real gap between the ministry and the the practical application of this being worked to in my own life. Now, I was led to go to this island in a retreat. And I was there, I was totally burnt out. And I was basically cursing. I was, I, I was saying, what is going on here? They know these right things. And my Bible fell open, really, to Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 3. And it says... I have consumed you, God's saying, but you have failed to receive correction. And I really, this jumped out and slapped me. And it was almost like, at that point, I remember saying, please, I, I, I repent. Please guide me back onto the path. And that's one of many. But I've had other, others that, that were also expressing or pointing to that truth that, listen, I tried to tell you. I'm going, eh? I thought God was the big big magician in the sky, just hit my magic wand, makes everything perfect for you, and he works everything out without your cooperation. And it's not true. That need for, I tried to tell you, but you did not receive this. You didn't listen. And then the, the other thing is, we, when we were doing, the, the, the last series, one of the sessions was on James one twenty one, and it talks about receiving with meekness then planted word which is able to save your soul. Well, the, the word receiving with meekness 
it was basically pointing out that you can't, it, this can't work for you unless you receive it in the right way. And uh, so, just like you're saying there, you know, the need for this, I'm receiving, receiving this correction, re receiving this painful feedback and discipline and instruction that, that actually it's, it can be discouraging, it can be causing grief, <laughs> but actually it's what's required for the better fruit. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, and uh, you know, just going back to what I said earlier, uh, Derek. Uh, unless we come to that place, it means that we're totally resisting. We're getting offended, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when correction comes. Mm -hmm. uh, if we appreciate it as punishment, or if it's iron sharpens iron situation, our brother comes to you with, with stuff. It's you know, who do you think you are? speaking to me like that <clears throat> but our hearts have to be humble to receive these things and uh, and the reality is the reality is it's all about bringing us to a place where we're abiding in Christ you can't separate abiding and pruning it's two fingers in the one hand really one can't happen without the other and uh, you know it's about getting us to fit before we came on air Derek and I were speaking about uh, a jigsaw puzzle and each one of us are like one part of that jigsaw puzzle that we need to fit perfectly into God's plan so that we can operate, we fit together with other members of the body, that we can perform, we can reach our full potential and, and function within the body. So for that to happen, we need to allow God to, to shape us into that perfect piece of jigsaw that then makes a beautiful picture. So that's about pruning. So that's about our hearts being open to receive. No full of pride that we cannot we cannot hear it. Uh, no, no being full of resentment. No yeah. our understanding, but our understanding. Look, this is this is a loving God. Yeah. This is our Father who cares about His sons yeah. and does not want to leave us in the state that we're in at that particular time. Yeah. The reality is, and it's true. God, when we come to Christ, he receives us as we are, but he doesn't leave us there. And as we move on in Christ throughout our lives, he will be constantly, right to the last day of our lives, he's going to be pinpointing areas of our life to make us fit better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, one of the truths that it's important to establish, because I, as I said at the beginning of my journey, I didn't understand this at all. I didn't understand that God's outworking of all these things is pruning us, shaping us while we grow, cutting things off a wee bit here, a wee bit there. And we shared last week about the pruning process in the natural is the most important part of the whole enterprise. Yep. Because the growth comes through the maintenance and the pruning. And... Uh, and how important its instrumental part of the, 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 the cultivation of the plant is. The pruning is the most important. And as you say, um, as you say, correction, I mean, I read Matthew Henry on this, and this, what you've been saying, it's no punishment. You know, you have to have that humility that does then, I, I look at my own heart, I think some, sometimes it's like, we don't want to be exposed 
you know, we don't want to, we don't like it when we're corrected, because the, the, it does touch our pride. He says, Matthew Henry wrote, it's not condemnation. Correction isn't condemnation. God corrects and disciplines and structures so that we may not be condemned with the world. That's First Corinthians 11, that you judge yourself so you, you'll not be judged. We'll get to that in one of the podcasts. But, uh, you know, it's to prevent the death and destruction of our souls. It's no condemnation. So, you know, that, that I can say from my own experience about to receive it with meekness. You know, to be able to receive it right, to, re- to be able to submit to that, even when my will is, is saying, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's no want to submit, but, you know, to be able to submit to that correction, even in the midst of the pain, uh, mm. is, is, is so key. Because when you, when, when you look at what Jesus said, if a branch in me uh, doesn't bear fruit, the Father cuts it off, mm. takes it away, but if it does, he prunes it. So, you know, that got me thinking about, is this, is this, is this true? That if I, if I refuse to be allowed, if I refuse to grow and receive the pruning, receive the correction, that then breeds more growth, that be, breeds better growth, that breeds that more excellent fruit, does that disqualify me does that take me out? Is that is that what actually makes me unproductive? And that, I think that's what you're saying. <clears throat> yeah, um, there's a, there's great truth in that, Derek. You know, even in the natural, when you were speaking there, I was thinking about what I do myself in my garden with my fruit trees. Pruning is about cutting the dead and diseased wood, so that what is left can flourish. And even in those ones, as you're saying. You know, those ones that have got the, the bud or the early flower or the grapes coming or the apples or the pears coming, <coughs> it's cutting that in such a way that the... I mean, I did that last summer. I cut back, especially in my pear tree, I was cutting back the branches that I saw were fruitful. These most flavoursome pears that I, that, that I think I've ever tasted, to be honest. So for us, as we allow God to do that to us, we are going to produce the best fruit, the most flavoursome, the one that will bring the most glory. Mm. So that that's something we should desire, really, Derek, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And the need then, as you're speaking there, the need for this cooperation. Yeah. Because is, is, that, is that verse 2 is talking about there is, I need to let this happen. But that's the difference. Between, that's the difference yeah. between us and the and the and the, and the vine. You know, the, the 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 gardener can just chop bits off uh, without without the resistance. And I think that if I can be honest about my own journey, and even up to this day, you know, we don't. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable when when there's exposure, when there's embarrassment, when there's pride being dented and hurt. Um, but. The cooperation that's required to actually allow this process to happen, because as, as you say, unless unless you cut the hangs back, that growth, the most flavourable, fl- flavoursome fruit, wouldn't be growing in the midst of it. You know, it wouldn't come through that because this other stuff would still be 
you know, that would still be dominating the plant. Um, so, you know, that need, that need for us to cooperate with this process to allow the Father, the vine dresser, the gardener, to mm. uh, cultivate and to work in us and for, 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 to embrace that, to endure that patiently and submit to that. Can I, can I read this in the Passion Translation? This is Hebrews chapter 12. The writer is saying about, look, look, at, look at how Jesus faced intense opposition from sinners who opposed their own souls. Look at him so that we want to be worn down and cave in under life's pressures. After all, we've not reached the point of sweat and blood in our opposition to sin. And have you forgotten his encouraging words spoken to you as his children? When he said, my children, don't underestimate the value of the discipline and training of the Lord God. Or don't get depressed when he has to correct you. For the Lord's training of your life is the evidence of his faithful love. When he draws you to himself, it proves you are his delightful child. Fully embrace then God's correction as part of your training. For he is doing what any loving father does for his children. For who has ever heard of a child who had who never had to be corrected? We all should welcome God's discipline as a validation of our authentic sonship as sons, the sons and daughters of God. For if we have never once endured his correction, it only proves we are strangers and no sons. That's a, at some point that, you know, if, if, God, if we're not getting corrected, then, mm-hmm. you know, that means we're not, we're, we've not got a father who's actually, you know, trying to say, listen, I love you enough to not leave you like this. To point these things out so that there's going to be better fruit. He says here, isn't it true that we respect our earthly fathers even though they corrected and disciplined us? Then, should we not demonstrate an even greater respect for God, our spiritual father, as he submit to his life-giving discipline and training and correction and instruction? Our parents corrected us for the short time of our childhood as it seemed good to them to do. But God corrects us throughout our whole lives for our own good, giving us an invitation to share his holiness. Now this discipline, this training, this instruction, this correction, this pruning, seems to be painful at the time. Yet later it will produce a transformation of character that will bring a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield to it and those who receive it. So, be made strong even in your weakness, but lift up your tired hands in prayer and worship. And strengthen your weak knees. For as you keep walking forward in God's paths, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. Fabulous, <laughs> Derek. Yep. And there we are this morning, mm. having taken a journey of understanding about what pruning is. Mm-hmm. So no longer do we think it's punishment, mm-hmm. but actually it's an act of love mm-hmm. from a loving Father, mm-hmm. trying to make us all we can be mm-hmm. in Him. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, Derek. Beautiful scripture. Aye. And see that last bit, just, you know, there's so many, so much we can take. You can take weeks just to go through that, but it, now all discipline, training, all correction, pruning, it's painful at the time, yet this is what it's going to produce. Transformation of character, a harvest of righteousness and peace when we receive it. And that encouragement of, so be made strong, even in your weakness, by lifting up your tired hands, and praying and worship. Endure this. Endure the pruning. 
Strengthen your weak knees, for as you keep walking forward in God's paths, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. And that, you know, as 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 I think of my own my own f- defects and f- the things that are still get, being pruned this this day, being pruned today, you know, I can think of things t- ten years ago, fifteen years ago. They're no longer an issue. But there's 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 fresh things coming up in my character, fresh things coming up in my uh, in my communication and ways of relating. That that these are, you know, if, if I never had this assurance of I'm going to get corrected through this, you know, what's what's the hope? You would just be going, I'm doomed. I'm res- I'm resigned to being like this. We're speaking with friends. We're a couple of them. There's this real situation, circumstance in their lives with regards to how they've related with their children because of how dysfunctional they were living themselves. And, you know, even in the midst of that situation, we think it's hopeless. Where you think, because of what has happened, I can't do anything about that now. I can't do anything about the past. I can't get back and change that. But it was almost like there's a sense of hope in how I then... How I then um, become healed and restored in my ability to relate better to them now, you know, and that really that really gave me a sense of this is how important this pruning is. That we no longer deny, avoid, and deny uh, the 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 pain of the past, and and we just it, it stops us from confronting it or allowing ourselves to be changed within it. But it's to harness that pain that we feel in those experiences, the pain and the shame that we have around how we've, how we've performed as parents, for instance, and using that pain as a gift, as a, as, as, as motivation to ch- allow the pruning to, to, to uh, make us change our course. Um, yeah. You know, what about that, Vince, about that? You know, that, there's no quick fix here. I'm reminded of uh, Psalm 32, Derek, mm-hmm. where it tells us, don't be like a stubborn mule, mm. you know. And I was thinking the picture in my mind there when you were speaking was, you know, when we see the pruning, the pruning uh, tool coming towards us, mm. not to squirm, not to run away, not to hide, mm. but to actually re- to, to receive it mm. and to understand that a good father disciplines his son. Mm. And that's all that's happening here. It's no an act of vengeance or punishment. But it is an act of love towards his boys and making us the best that we can be. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I hope that's helped. Uh, just establish the 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 fact that you know we uh, <laughs> when we hear the word pruning, we think oh plant, you know, and, and it's this external thing. But when Jesus is using that symbol, he's saying it, it's about I'm pruning. The Father prunes us, but we yep. have a free will. We have to accept the correction. We have to receive the training, the discipline, the correction, the pruning, and cooperate with it. Allow, allow it to do its work, so that you know it will produce this transformation of character. It will bring this harvest of good fruit, of righteousness, right living, right relating with others. Right thinking, peace, uh, as we receive it and cooperate with it. So really, we're, we're, we're encouraging you 
the day, like, like my story of when I was younger, that I never knew any better. I didn't understand that, oh God, you, you're not just a big magic magician in the sky that just goes ding and you just touches with your wand and everything just becomes perfect. You know, you're the God of process. That you, you need your cooperation. That you tell us, you lead us, you correct us. And we, we have a responsibility to actually receive that and to embrace that, to own that, to endure it with patience and no run away from it as thinking it's condemnation or punishment. So, Vince, you want to just close with prayer and praying for those that uh, have maybe been, you know, misunderstood correction, misunderstood pruning, um, those who have been harmed in the past who run a mile for any sort of discipline or instruction, just to have that heart to be able to receive it. Father God, we just come to you this morning, Lord, and thank you, Lord, for your word to us this morning. And Lord God, I pray for everybody that's listening to this podcast. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that what they've heard this morning, Lord, will bring about a change of understanding of what your motives are, the motives of your heart as our Father in heaven, the motives of your heart towards pruning us, correcting us as his sons and his daughters. So Lord God, we understand now that it's only when we're pruned it's only when that loving act of pruning comes to us, Lord, that, that you are making us more, more effective in your kingdom. Lord God, making us better fathers, making us better husbands, making us better brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, in every area of our life, Lord, as we're pruned by you, improvement will come and success will come. Lord, our relationships will be better. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your word to us today, God. Let our hearts be more open, Lord, as we go forward to the pruning knife, Lord God, to cut those things out of our life, Lord, that hold us back, that are not bringing glory to God. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.